0: Uh, CBIA they did a uh, business survey it's a lot of stuff to glean from it and we wanted to bring in Chris CEO of CBIA here on Brian and Company good morning sir how are you I'm good Brian how are you I'm great oh so great. what are, there's so many, so many things to talk about Um, I don't know if you can put your radio down we were getting a little little feedback what what did we learn what are the headlines for the listeners here in Connecticut
1: uh, yeah, there's a lot there in that survey, as you said. This is the annual survey that we do with the business community in partnership with Markham. And a lot of the responses uh, come from our our smaller businesses, which is you know always good to hear from because they make up the the majority, you know ninety nine percent of businesses in Connecticut and about fifty percent of our employment. And then, it's, as I said in my remarks at our conference last Thursday, when we released the results, it's really, a tale of two stories in this survey. There, there's some real nice optimism in the survey responses. Uh, you know, if you look at the respondents saying that they believe the Connecticut e- economy will at least be on par, if not better, than the U.S. economy over the next 12 months, that that's a positive sign. Even businesses, uh, you know, talking about the policymakers' handling uh, of COVID and, and some other economic situations is, is a positive sign and, and I think a lot of that comes from the state having its, you know, fiscal house in order and, and right. being able to make some critical investments. But, you know, on the on the other side that, you know, certainly in the in the commentary that I saw there's a lot of frustration in the business community and a couple uh, responses that really indicate that is, you know, ninety one percent of businesses say that the cost of doing business is increasing in Connecticut. Ninety one percent. It's a bit of a staggering number. Well, that's
0: what surprises me because people were viewing Lamont as more of a pro-business governor necessarily. We have had some high-profile HQ departures. Um, what what is the I mean, the perception is out there everywhere that Connecticut's an expensive place to do business. And so I'm curious about where, where it comes from and is it all grounded in fact?
1: Yeah, from the, again, if you when I go through the commentary, especially that 91% believe the you know, cost of doing business is increasing in Connecticut, it really stems from two things. One is your continued labor mandates that are put upon the business community. And while while I'll, I would definitely agree, Lamont as a as a pro business, business friendly governor. Um, you know, he's not the only one setting laws in Hartford. It's obviously a legislative body uh, that he has to work with as well and. If you look over the last couple of years, there's been some labor mandates.
0: Uh, are you talking, min- it, are you talking it, minimum wage? Uh, you know, minimum wage, paid
1: family leave, uh, the inability of employers to have uh, all staff meetings without allowing an employee to get up and leave and still get compensated, uh, what we call the captive audience or the employer gag order, that a law that got passed the uh, la- year before last. Um you know, there was an attempt to expand paid sick leave last year. There was there was over fifty labor bills raised last session. And then that that really drives some of the frustration of the business community. The other thing, Brian, is while the state had strong fiscal uh budgets over the last four years, fiscal surpluses, oh in fact over the last four years, uh, the business community has not a piece of legislation that has lowered business taxes or made the state more affordable for businesses and that's driving a lot of the frustration as well
0: well i want to put a pin in that and then come back to a, a more of a macro question after this next one we're talking with chris deep and tema ceo of cbia they came out with their business survey and it's uh really interesting and you can go to you can get it off the website right to look, look at it if people want to Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right on the website. So I, jobs are my issue. Like, there's a, they we talk a lot about the, all these open jobs. And on one level, I say to myself, are these jobs that just people don't want to do? And then on the other side, I, I think of like an electric boat who is desperate for workers. And I'm curious with these big contracts with these big companies and these jobs that go on field, are, are the jobs going to leave the state? And then are we going to be compromised with potentially losing some of these these massive businesses?
1: Yeah, you just hit on the, I'll say the third rail of the frustration for the business community, which is uh, the inability to define workers and, and the lack of workforce growth. Uh, 80, 80% of businesses that were surveyed said uh, retaining and attracting uh, workers is the, is the greatest threat to their business as businesses and really the greatest threat to Connecticut's economy. And that's, that, that's flat over a two-year period of time. And, uh, yeah, the answer to your question is we we will eventually, and quite honestly, Brian, I think we are losing um, quietly some businesses already because of the workforce issue. issue. If if employers cannot find people to fill these job openings, and we have more than 91,000 of them, and we've had around 100,000 job openings now for more than two years, they're not going to be able to meet their customers' demands, and if they don't meet their customers' demands, well, the customers either going to move the work somewhere else, or the businesses are going to look to either relocate or expand in a state where it's easier to find labor. And we we've seen those stories. I mean, Lego moving to Boston over the next couple of years. They they said very specifically it was because of the workforce, and they mm-hmm. feel that it it's easier to find workforce in Boston, which does a better job of retaining its college graduates than we do in Connecticut. And it uh, has some growing population up there. And we haven't had growing population in Connecticut, you know, since 2008 before the great recession. Uh, but there's small businesses that are doing it as well, Brian. We, we hear from manufacturers uh, too regularly, quite honestly, that they've expanded or opened up a facility. For example, there's one a manufacturer in Berlin who opened a facility in Indiana, started with 10 people. They've got 75 people there now. And that's where all their growth is happening. It's in Indiana, another manufacturer in uh, East Hartford who expanded down in Florida and most of their growth is happening down their Florida facility. While they're still here in Connecticut, and they haven't left Connecticut, they're not growing here. Right. and we've mis- We're missing that opportunity, and that's why it's so critical we address the workforce issue.
0: Okay, so you get the, you do the survey, you talk about it, you know, as much as you can, and get the word out. But then the question is, what can change? What could change? And what sort of conversations will or won't happen at the at the higher level? Because ultimately, like that ninety one percent number of of people businesses who think that costs are going up that's that's not good
1: no it's not good you know the other number that's in the survey is uh 30 percent of the respondents have either to your question before relocated to another state uh expanded to another state are considering doing so or planning to do so and that's not good when you know, nearly one-third of the respondents are, are so looking is in is, any, is
0: anything going to change
1: yeah there's, there's some great recommendations in here and this is what feeds CBIA's policy agenda for the 2024 legislative session, and there's some some things in here that very simply, you know, government could do and, and can afford to do. Um, you know, last year there was recommended that uh, lower business taxes through the past through tax restoration, eliminating the temporary corporate surcharge, which has been temporary for more than a decade now and doesn't send a great message to businesses. And those were two priorities that the governor supported as well, but we just were not able to get it through. Last session. The other one that comes out here in this survey very clearly is uh, allowing associations uh, to have health plans, which would allow associations like CBIA and other chambers to pool small businesses, make them look like one big business and help lower their health costs. And in this survey, businesses talk about how significant health care costs are for them and their employees. And that would help lower the cost of doing business in Connecticut and certainly making the state more affordable for individuals. So we grow the population and that's right. housing, childcare, and certainly lowering the personal income tax.
0: All right, Chris. Great insight. We really appreciate the time, as always.
1: All right, Brian. Stay
0: well. All right, you too, Chris, Deep, and Tima from Cbia, and you can go to their website if you want to look at some of the details on the inside. I mean, listen, we talk about business a lot on the show, and you know, when ninety-one percent think the cost of doing business is going up, that's not that's not good for Connecticut.